0: I'm sorry. I could have healed you, but I was too afraid.
1: Snow, that wasn't fear. That was strength. Strength. To resist darkness? I am so proud of you.
0: Welcome to Storybro.
1: Miserably ever after.
0: I am uh, boggled by how long it's been since we recorded an episode, especially after saying I wouldn't mention that before we started recording. Mads!
1: And I am super surprised that Mads brought that up. Elaine!
0: Are you, though? Are you, though? I mean, my-
1: I thought we were going to make it at least 10 minutes into the episode before one of us slipped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: I didn't think it was going to be the first thing.
0: Uh, it was my inner saboteur.
1: Boundaries.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, you want to take just a step back from your microphone?
1: I'm sorry, I'm doing it again.
0: Yeah, you're like I, I think it's because I'm like in mine like this. Is but this yeah. good?
1: Can I just can I just lean yeah, here you, you're and be good. lazy? You can just lean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm, it's like a little soft, but I'll just boost you. That's I easy. Can,
1: I can do this. Is that better?
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah,
1: so I'll just lean back and relax this episode.
0: Oh yeah, we'll get. That way comfy. I won't touch my desk. Look at Cozy. Mm -hmm. Um, Elaine's got a nice view of my profile, of my weak chin.
1: And Mads has a beautiful view of the messy space I call an office that is also our one storage bedroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. This episode, this episode had me feeling a lot of feelings.
1: This one was surprisingly fast. Like, we watched it, and whenever it was over, I was like, oh. Oh, it's over.
0: Yeah, that's it?
1: Yeah. We are talking about uh, episode 15 of season two, The Queen is Dead.
0: The Queen is Dead. Today,
1: which uh, follows the episode Manhattan, which was a very good one.
0: Uh, Rest in peace, Twitter. Because the day the the Queen died (laughs) was the best day of Twitter. I'm glad we got that before it went out. Um, Really sad that Twitter did not survive to uh for us to get to see george w bush die but you know (laughs) we'll be okay
1: i mean it's still there it's just there i I yeah i'm still using it because i follow a lot of like news sources um so like apri and reuters i just follow their streams
0: uh i would recommend stuff I would recommend following me at www.wearywanderer.com <laughs> because Twitter tanking also tanked my sales. Oh. Uh, most of my sales were coming through Twitter. Uh like because I can see, you know, like where people are coming to my site from. And yeah. ah, <laughs> um. uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be moving to Mastodon. I think it's a good platform, but I it's also... I've never even
1: heard of that.
0: It's, it's weird. It's <sighs> um, Fediverse. So it's instead of it... It's like I've complained about the discordification of the internet, which is a word I've made up. Um, where instead of things being like in a single place, it's back on like small servers and you have to kind of dig around for things. Mm-hmm. Mastodon is like that, but social media. But I kind of <laughs> like it. It, it, okay. it. it brings me back to, uh, remember being in junior high and going to Sailor Moon fan sites?
1: You have to remember uh, that I am like five years older than you. So when you say junior high, it's high school.
0: High school. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like remember like, you know, when you're supposed to be like doing your computer research time at school and you're actually like just browsing web rings of Sailor Moon fan sites and Gundam Wing? <laughs> Uh, no, I did,
1: I did all my I did all my BBS stuff at home.
0: Ah, okay. But like, you know the the vibe of it. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's that. It's it's kind of bringing that back, which is good and bad in its own ways. <laughs> uh, but I, mean, I kind of I kind of like it. It's I'm, it's um I I'm don't know. I have to, go I'm ahead. still
1: chained to Facebook and Instagram because of the promotional racket, you know. Yeah. I'm not just promoting our improv Stuff, but also um, my dance studio stuff. I say my mm-hmm. dance studio, the dance studio that I work with. I've been promoting all of their stuff lately, um, which is a lot of fun when only two people know how to share things out of the.
0: <laughs> yeah, I log on to Facebook once a month, maybe, to double check my ads. Like I literally only go to Facebook to check and run ads, and that's it. Yeah. And I haven't really seen much of a return on investment for those ads. so
1: There's so many... People just throw so many ads at Facebook that, yeah, Yeah. it's helpful to an extent. But if people are just mindlessly scrolling, I don't know. That's not what we're here to talk about today. No,
0: no. That's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about um, this episode of this television show that went off the air in 2011. Uh, this, This show... Has been all this show is now older than Henry was when he uh <laughs> ran to Boston to to meet his mom. Wait, what? I thought he was 10. He what was he 10. He was 10. The show started in 2011. Oh, it snap, is 2023.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, this
0: show, yeah. show is about almost 12 years old. Yeah, that's how long it's been.
1: So I'm turning 40 in June.
0: Oh my god,
1: yeah. So time is weird.
0: Yeah. And then I'm, the- I'm turning 29 again in April, which will be fun.
1: But, you know, from this episode, I've learned as long as I don't keep hate in my heart, I'll age okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, being hateful makes you age. You know, we should probably uh, do. Let's let's like give a synopsis for this episode. Like, a real quick All
1: right. one. Now, um, because of our lives changing, I no longer write a big, crazy, basic plot. So thanks to onceuponatime.fandom.com, here's the (laughs) synopsis for today's episode.
0: Here's a very basic plot.
1: (laughs) Very basic plot. Upon discovering Cora and Regina's plan to find and take possession of Rumpelstiltskin's dagger, Mary Margaret, with the aid of David and Mother Superior, makes it her mission to find it first. And while Mr. Gold continues his quest in New York to reunite with his son, Bay, Hook devises a plan to rid himself of a crocodile. Meanwhile, in the fairy tale land that was, the Blue Fairy offers Snow White an unconventional enchantment that could help her save her dying mother, Queen Ava.
0: Now, I'm going to say, I kind of feel like the Blue Fairy in this episode seemed a little sus.
1: Weird, huh? Super sus.
0: Um, she wasn't spray tanned, so that was a red flag that for me.
1: First, that was your first hit. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, this girl is not orange. That might not be the real blue fairy.
1: <laughs> also, there's this whole thing where she's like, oh, no, good magic's only for the purest of heart. It's only the purest form of magic. And Snow White says, please. And she'll be like, oh, well, I guess I'll give you this dark magic thing.
0: I don't know. Like
1: We were typing comments back and forth to each other while watching the episode, and I was like, wow, really had to twist her arm. And I don't know if what you were talking about was related to what I said, but it was like, it's because she's so small.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess you don't have to
1: twist twist as hard (laughs) when they're so much smaller than you. We
0: kept talking about like, okay, so we're going to just give this child power over life and death. And then you 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 actually went and did the research. She did the math. Snow White is meant to be eight years old in this episode. Yes. So let's give an eight year old power over life and death.
1: Well it was a test.
0: Ah, yes. It
1: was a test by let's go ahead and just everyone's seen the episode. It was a test by Cora.
0: It was, it was pretending. Cara.
1: Because Snow even says, Oh wow, I didn't even wish on the blue star yet and you're already here and she's like, Oh well, I know where I'm needed. It's because it wasn't the blue berry. It was Cora, yeah. disguised as the Blue Fairy without a spray tan. Um,
0: uh, you know, if I were like, maybe like four or five years younger, I would have like a really great Among Us reference and would know which sound effect to put here. But um, unfortunately, I get very confused by changing technologies. So
1: like I still scene. haven't figured
0: out my new phone. Yeah.
1: It's like that scene in Glass Onion.
0: Oh my God. At it's like beginning. a Glass Onion.
1: In the, no, at the very beginning when he's playing <laughs> Among Us yes
0: no spoilers
1: um, it's at the beginning of the movie
0: <laughs> spo- spoilers for glass onion um benoit blanc is friends with natasha leone yeah just- <laughs> because yeah, they're just in the zoom call with their actual names like they don't have like other names it says angela it says natasha i'm like
1: it's amazing uh and steven sondheim is there too yeah
0: <laughs> all the gay icons um two out of three who are actually straight did you know natasha leone is straight what natasha leone is not a lesbian
1: i mean i assumed she was at
0: least bi <laughs> she is she is a woman who identifies as straight good for her I know. I'm like, great breaking stereotypes, but god damn, like, I just, yeah. I'm not even a lesbian and I'm like disappointed by this. Like, because <laughs> I've she seen, but so I'm a cheerleader she, a lot of times.
1: She plays them so well. Wasn't she gay and orange is the new black too? Yeah.
0: She just she plays them so well. She just has powerful sapphic vibes, which I think, oh my that, goodness, that, it's good that, for that, her. Um, I think that's great for her. But I was just like, what?
1: It's wild. I, that was not what I was expecting this episode.
0: Yeah, apparently she likes men. I Anywho, um, enough about Glass Onion and <laughs> Natasha Leone's sexuality. Speaking of deception. Speaking of <laughs> deception, uh, we wrote down, like, we want to talk about, like, major themes this episode. And that's definitely one of them.
1: The, the overarching theme of this season that I can tell is lying. Yeah. Um, that might be the overarching theme of the whole show.
0: Absolutely, and I mean, like this episode, we have the interplay of how Regina is reacting to uh, learning that uh, uh, Cora withheld the truth from her again. We ha- again, we have how um, um,
1: Cora just Henry, lying to everybody. Yeah, Henry's we have mad our, at Emma.
0: Henry, we're still dealing with Henry it, Henry, the fallout of Emma lying to Henry. You know, to to protect him in her words, but uh, from Neil. I, I'm i going to have a hot take here. I think it was more to protect herself. Oh, snap, you're right. Emma has some very confusing feelings about Neil.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I don't blame her for her confusing feelings about Neil. Uh, she believed that he abandoned her to take the fall for his crimes up right. until recently, and probably still now, um, until right. August was mentioned
0: uh-huh,
1: Um, we have uh, there was this, oh, snow just randomly lying to get Regina's attention. We have Regina, I don't know. Just, Regina's just a walking lie this episode. Um,
0: uh, Regina, Regina's characterization, uh, to me, this episode was a character assassination of Regina. <laughs> um, I know that she didn't get very much time for her redemption arc to take place. But damn, they just, they, they took it outside, shot it behind the Ikea, and left it there to die. It's, it's
1: like whenever you hand a toddler a spoon and say, feed yourself, and the toddler throws a fit because it's too hard. Like, they didn't even try, mm-hmm. but they're already upset because they've been told they have to do it, and they can't.
0: It's like me learning to play piano right now. I am stuck on page 13 of this damn piano lesson book. Um, And when my mommy comes tomorrow, she's going to be like, you haven't made a lot of progress, but that's okay. But I'm going to be like, no, piano hard.
1: No, It it would be more like this. That would be more like this if you had already quit.
0: I did that twice when I was young. I I quit playing piano when I was five and when I was eight. But this time I'm sticking to it.
1: (laughs) It's just you. You played two notes, didn't get it right, and I was like, "Well, piano's stupid." That's that's this arc.
0: Yeah, which tells me that Regina actually was a gifted kid in school. <laughs> Yes, because the Absolutely. second something actually was challenging for her, I she just up. doesn't know how to doesn't know how to work. She doesn't know how to put in the progress. So she gave up immediately. And I'm sure that the six gifted kids who listen to our show feel so attacked by that right now. <laughs> but let me tell you, that call is coming from inside the house. Yes, it's from I both of us.
1: <laughs> When I got to when I got to college and realized I had to actually study, it was the worst semester of my life.
0: Oh, my God. I didn't even know how to study because I, I would just it. like I just read what I had to read before I would go into the test and just like, you know, blow it uh, out of the water. And it was fine. And then I got to college and I was like, Sh- shit.
1: Biology 101 or 110, whatever the honors one was, was like a horrible wake up call for me.
0: Bio was fine. Uh, I had trouble with geology. I had to take geology twice. Oh, yeah.
1: I didn't take ge- geology because I took biology and astronomy the- i took astronomy that was the the easy 8 a.m class Ah,
0: oh. yeah i i did geology because i was like rocks i could learn rocks and then i retook it because i uh, am stubborn
1: oh yeah i was like heck yes stars <laughs> show me a black hole oh oh context phrasing not on, not on not this doing, timeline we're not doing phrasing anymore but, yeah, really? I,
0: I to t- get back a little bit to um yeah. the deception deception. there's that's there's so much of that, you know, and it's it's a direct parallel. We've talked about Regina being stuck in that cycle of abuse, um of being lied to by her mother, and then, in turn, lying to her child, her, lying to Henry because. Yeah. Emma is Henry's mother, but I refuse to buy into the show's anti adoption propaganda. Regina yeah. is also Henry's mother.
1: They they tried to retcon it a little in the very first episode where they're like, don't hurt her, she's still my mother. And that's like the only time he said that.
0: Yeah. But that's when it was convenient. Where I'm at, you know, after you you chucked that lady from um
1: <gasps> look. How dare they treat Mrs. Patmore that
0: way? Like after chucking a woman out of a window or being there to chuck a woman okay. out of a window after ripping her heart out. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to uh, get I this.
1: I want to talk about this. I want to talk yeah. about Miss Patmore a little bit. Ms. Patmore is Johanna, who was the handmaiden to uh, Queen Eva and Snow White when Snow was eight years old and yes. a little jerk because some children are just little jerks. Especially when they're rich and spoiled. No offense to rich and spoiled people. Um, Full
0: offense to rich and spoiled people.
1: <laughs> like spoiled people I get. Again, I guess. But If um, you're eight
0: years old and listening to this show right now, how dare you be rich?
1: <laughs> what have you done with your life? You
0: <laughs> I'm destroying our, 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 our eight-year-old fan base. Pay
1: your taxes, eight-year-old. <laughs> Pay your taxes. <laughs> but um, So she's eight. And she's uh. a little jerk. Uh, and her mom sets her straight and basically teaches her how to be a public servant it's like Mm -hmm. yes you're the princess and yes you're going to rule the land and that means that you need to celebrate these people who are with you to show them that you are going to take care of them because that is your job
0: you exist Um, for them
1: yeah they don't exist to celebrate you you exist to make sure that they have things to celebrate Um, something like that I don't know don't quote me on that but uh, Johanna is uh, Mrs. Patmore from Downton Abbey, who was the cook. Uh, so whenever I saw her having just recently, within the last year, binged all of Downton with my husband, I was so happy to see her because that actress is great. And I was very surprised to see a British actress on this uh, American-Canadian show.
0: <laughs> she was uh, in Toronto for the weekend and was yeah. like, yeah, sure, I'll
1: she was great. And then, you know, she, she finds uh, something of... So Snow hates her birthday because her mother died on her birthday. Uh-huh. Uh, she suddenly died on her birthday. So when she finally comes back, she has one birthday present. She hasn't told anyone about her birthday. David knows about it. And that's it. She doesn't celebrate her birthday anymore because it's a bad day for her. But so she receives right. a gift. From Johanna, that is the tiara that her mother gifted her for her birthday before she died. And she goes out and she finds her. And they have a good little, you know, reunion and a little mourn together over the sadness of the day. But this is like the first family member from her childhood that she has been able to reconnect with. So Mm -hmm. this is a very important person to her for this one episode. As you can tell by her being played by an actress who has been in a big show.
0: Yes, and so. I I love that for her, because Snow has lost so much family in her mm-hmm. life, so many members of her family, that having this person come back in at mm-hmm. this moment, uh oh.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. for her, Cora's in town, and, uh, you know, love is a weakness. Loving people is weakness, uh, and this poor woman immediately gets used as bargaining fodder. Mm-hmm. And when Snow succumbs to the, the, the threats to the one last person from her childhood that she loves being threatened and gives over the dagger in this case, which was way too easy to find, which is why I'm like, that's fake dagger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Or we won't. Uh, Cora proceeds to go back on her word and kills her anyway. And Regina, speaking of character assassination, just stands there. Doesn't even look surprised.
0: Does like a smirk.
1: Does like a... Mm, oh, well. Uh, more surprised to hear that Snow White has figured out that she killed her own mother.
0: Yeah, we got a great like close-up reaction shot for her for for learning that bit of information. But, you know, her mother throwing this woman out the window after they decided not to, you know...
1: Put her heart back in her body and was about to let her go and then just threw her... Broke the clock tower clock window to murder this poor woman so she could go back to Downton Abbey. Um, was just rude and yeah. it made me mad. Yeah, and it,
0: it, it felt so unnecessary.
1: And you know how at the beginning of our season of this season, I was talking about is Cora an effective villain? We have talked about it. Is Cora an effective villain? I, I this don't is think probably she... the most villainous thing she's done so far. Other than, you know, she pretended to kill someone previously and hit him. And that was pretty villainous and blamed it all on Regina. But this is just, I'm just going to straight up kill this innocent because it's going to piss off Snow White.
0: Yeah, uh, to me, she doesn't feel like an effective villain for the world that she's in. Yeah. It's too callous. It's too just cartoonishly evil that I, it doesn't work for me. Like, it doesn't feel grounded in reality. I, when she's doing her manipulation stuff and transforming it to other people and framing her daughter and stuff, I'm like, yeah, this fits in this, you know, uh, syndicated soap opera kind of world. When she's using magic to hurl people out of windows, it it doesn't feel believable. It just feels like... We have to get this actress off this show because she's not coming back again.
1: Yeah, um, and I also, I, don't like I also it. want to say that this whole season has me so conditioned to just assume that everyone new is Cora in disguise that I forgot until the end of this episode. I was like, okay, is Johanna already dead? And it's just Cora being Johanna, <laughs> right? Has has Johanna been dead since since the Queen got poisoned? Because That was all too convenient and tied up. Actually, that Um, would
0: have been a more interesting choice.
1: Well, she just still had to be the Blue Fairy to make it work. She'd have to be both of them.
0: I mean, in in our world, in in Storybrooke, that would have been a more interesting choice, is that it was Regina alone at the tower, or so we think. Mm -hmm. And then once the dagger is handed over, Joanna transforms into Cora.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would
0: have been more interesting. Yeah. Then chuck it's, her out a window. Defenestrate. Defenestration.
1: Definistrate. Uh, have, have you ever heard of the, uh, the, I don't know if this was made up, who made this up, but defenestrating goblin in d uh,
0: I've heard the phrase.
1: It's where you magically conjure a goblin who magically conjures a, conjures a window and throws your uh, target out of it.
0: Amazing amazing finish. yeah
1: and then he goes away and takes his window with him um, but yeah so yeah the, I was mad about this death because this sweet lady literally didn't do anything
0: she did and, nothing
1: and that's that's like a theme for a lot of people that Regina has killed in the past yeah um, so it should not surprise me so much that Cora did it but it just hurt especially if this is a fake dagger <laughs> that she oh. just died for
0: there's something about like the this. Death. Is a fake
1: dagger, right? Because that was way too easy to find.
0: Yeah, I think so. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, it's been a little bit since I watched all this season, but I you think too. it is.
1: Look, it's been it's been about eighteen months since I watched all this.
0: But it's like it would. It just it doesn't really work in the logic of the show. When people are killed like casually on screen in this show, mm-hmm. it always seems to be in fantasy worlds. And it kind of fits and works with the heightened reality of a fantasy world. So when they bring that over into the storybook world, it always feels off well, in a way serves, that the magic doesn't.
1: Yeah, it serves a purpose. Oh, she was magically pushed out of the window.
0: She was magically pushed out of the window. Uh, but it, I don't know. It doesn't work in the way that people teleporting works for me. It's
1: whole purpose. It's supposed to be the trigger that starts snow down the path of. I could kill for the greater good. Yeah. I could, I could, I've been making good choices and being a good person my whole time. And what has it gotten me? It's gotten me a dead, you know, it's gotten me a string of dead friends.
0: Goodness is so relative in this show. And we're really going to get into that with the next two episodes. But uh, yeah, like Snow White can't kill because she's good, but charming's done it. Charming's murdered people left
1: and right. That's what I'm saying. If she wants to kill Cora, she just has to say honey.
0: Like, Charming has done killing on screen. He's killed monsters. He's killed a dragon. He's killed, like... People? People. Like, yeah, we've seen it. It's. I mean, to be fair, we've also seen Snow White shoot people with arrows, but I guess... Yeah, but
1: she's, like, aiming for, like, kneecaps. She's maiming people with arrows.
0: Oh, yeah. Good people maim. You know, that's that's what a good person does. It's fine. Well, let's also be real that they live in a fantasy world, so... With the access they have to antibiotics, is she just maiming them, or is she killing them? Like she didn't (laughs) kill them, the infection did. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) But yeah, it's very weird. It's like murder only counts if the character has a name. Yeah, yeah,
1: and that's why this was a big one because they named Johanna and they gave her speaking roles, right, and and everything and. I love that lady. I need to see more stuff she's in. She's great.
0: I would watch her in more things. I would also watch Snow's mom in more things.
1: Oh, oh, I looked her up. She's in soap operas.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I saw she was in General Hospital. Rena's <laughs> sofa.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: fair. Um, just strikingly pretty.
1: She's gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. She looks so good in red.
0: And did fantastic with, you know, the the four scenes she's in.
1: Mm-hmm. When she had a uh, mysterious coughing disease.
0: Mysterious coughing disease. Fantasy coughing disease. It's, I know it has a TV tropes page, but if I start clicking on TV tropes pages, my, my evening is over. Yeah. Like, that's it. So <laughs> I'm not getting anything done.
1: It's so sweet to see her mother in action, especially when she's being bratty and her mother, like, very gently corrects her. Uh, There's this whole scene where uh, Snow walks in to find Johanna, you know, for fun, trying, just trying on the tiara just because it's pretty and she wonders what it would look like. Doesn't hurt anybody. And Snow walks in eight years old, 14 year old playing an eight year old, because why replace the actor when she actress when she's so good? I mean we've we've joked a lot about to ourselves about how this girl's obviously not the age she's supposed yeah, to be.
0: She's not. There's no way this girl is eight but years she, old.
1: She she gave a performance that brought Mads to tears this episode at the yeah. end. So so we're gonna forgive her age. Um
0: I am really curious. Bailey Madison is her name. Bailey Madison. I'm sure Madison.
1: I've seen her I've seen her in something fairly uh, recently.
0: I don't know what she's been in recently, but she was in uh, Bridge to Terabithia.
1: I never saw that uh, in two thousand
0: seven. Looks like she's doing some horror stuff, and she's on Pretty Little Liars: Original Sin. So I I would love to see what What? she's doing now because, holy crap, this kid can act.
1: I just want to get back to my original point of because we're going to get to her. We're going to talk about her in depth. Is uh, whenever snow finds johanna trying on her stuff she goes in and she's like how dare you you're a servant you don't get to do that that's for us we're royals and her mom like gentle parents her in like this kind way where she's like no you're in the wrong that is not your place our place what is your birthday for oh your birthday is so people can celebrate me no your birthday is so you can celebrate them and like Tells her about goodness and how she's supposed to make just choices for the good of the people and uh, all without like being harsh. And it's nice to see where Snow's gentleness comes from.
0: Yes, absolutely. So like you can tell that this was an important lesson for Snow and something that she internalized.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it was also the last day she had with her mother. It's also uh, the
0: last day she had with her mother. Yeah.
1: Spoiler alert, Cora poisoned her um spoiler for the end of the episode we've already talked about
0: yeah i mean um, yeah uh, I, I, which I, I have i have a little nitpick about johanna being a servant is uh because i i joked about it i sent you a message about it <laughs> is in a few scenes she's got some very nice jeweled but earrings she um, is a servant
1: to the queen herself and a very well-beloved one so they're probably a gift
0: Okay, I'll I'll allow it. But I was like, those are some really nice earrings. They for were a very peasant. pretty,
1: but they were probably a gift because she probably does have some status over some of the other servants in the the kingdom in the household mm-hmm. because she is the queen to the queen. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's delightful.
0: Like she's she's as important as the Lord of the Stool.
1: Yes, absolutely. which is
0: a real title that used to happen in 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 England. In Britain <laughs> where you were the person who carried the king's um, portable porta potty
1: Oh, that's very you know. important it that's was it was an
0: incredibly because you get to see the king in his most private moments <laughs> 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 it, it was weird I, I, that was a weird segue sorry <laughs> um, I love you uh, uh, costumes it's,
1: it's... in this whole show today all the costuming for so the queen,
0: for, for for queen, what's her name? What's her name?
1: We are we are hopping around like crazy today. Let's let's pick one of our three topics we cho- we we picked out and talk some more about it. Good yeah, we'll evil? talk about
0: costumes later. Good and evil. Uh, yeah, we, I just th- this shows internal morality because we do talk about that a lot. We talk about like what is the morality of this show uh, because it's very reflective of the writers themselves more than an actual like objective sort of morality. Mm. It's what these folks think is good. (laughs) And so like, I think one of the things we've learned is murdering somebody that has a name is bad. Yes. Okay. Uh, Even if they're a monster, even if they will or have killed hundreds of thousands of people killing them is bad
1: yeah we've already yep yep can't do it it'll blacken your heart
0: and the most effective thing to do to that person is to stop them which is never very clear how you stop them Um, best case scenario uh, they die doing an evil magic spell of some kind so they're hoisted Mm -hmm. by their own petard
1: yeah uh what is the the method they tried in this episode was you lost, deal with it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um which goes about as well you as you'd expect. And then like, died. Like, yeah. Even like Superman will at least put people in the phantom zone. Um Superman yeah, would even... never kill. Uh Gold's and has here. never killed. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, you're all right. You're good. I'm about to
0: go on my Superman rant if you don't stop me. Sorry. Uh yeah, no, Gold's not here.
1: Gold's not here to create a magical prison. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's, it's like our good guys are left with the decision to say, Hey, Cora, don't. Yeah. Ah! Ah! And they're
1: like, there's the whole idea of handing an eight year old a dagger that says, you can save your mom if you choose to kill someone else, but you have to take this thing, go to that person and like, curse them over their own body and then your mom will oh, yeah. be safe
0: oh yeah the like, candle thing the, the dual ended candle i
1: you know i love i love every single one person in my family but i can't do that either
0: yeah I, no. I don't
1: even i don't even think i could do that for my son i'm not gonna choose to kill someone else that i have easy access to because you have to have access to this person while they're I mean, sleeping while they're sleeping yeah no i would also fail that test which means so, I would pass the test, but I would fail I will, the test.
0: I will say that this this magical candle has very specific rules in this episode. Um, next episode, it will have very different rules.
1: <laughs> it's like they don't watch their own show.
0: It's like they don't watch their <laughs> own show.
1: <laughs> Speaking of not watching their own show, I read in the uh, the fandom title uh, goofs there is something that uh, Mr. Gold says. So, Mr. Gold. It while he has been stabbed by the poisonous hook of one Captain Hook, who got to uh, New York so super fast by plot convenience, um, and the Jolly Roger, and stabbed That's Gold. The
0: fastest ship in all the realms.
1: Yeah, and as Hook is there trying not to die, he's given the news that Cora and Regina are looking for his dagger and he says some of the effect of well Cora won't be able to get the dagger no one's controlled that dagger in but me in centuries um which just last season or this season I don't know at some point August had it and then later on when they do the frozen arc Anna will have it so
0: it's it's a whole bunch of stuff. It's, it's like they don't watch their own show. It's like, they don't (laughs) watch their own show.
1: And that's been my biggest gripe since the beginning. You know, it's, I have this problem. I do, I do improv. And, (laughs) uh, sometimes there are these like beautiful things that get thrown away at the beginning of a scene that you're standing off to the side of the stage and you're watching it unfold. You're like, Oh my God, this one thing from the beginning of the show would tie this all up. Oh my God. Is it going to, it's not,
0: well, from a storytelling perspective, you need stakes to get your audience invested. Yes. And it's hard to have stakes when you have no continuity, when the rules <sighs> yes. can change at any time.
1: That was the problem um, with Glee.
0: Yeah. I never watched Glee, but I, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when, when, when the stakes can't really change or when the stakes can change constantly because the rules change constantly. Like, how do I care? Why should I care? You know, and I'm at this point still trying to figure out like, okay, so what's Regina's plan after all of this is said and done to get her son back to get Henry back?
1: Oh, they're gonna and, kill they're gonna kill the other folks, and then all he'll have is Regina.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, you think that he's gonna come back to you you think he's gonna forgive you?
1: And that's like, the well, thing. She's so brainwashed by her mom that yeah, she does think so. Like yeah, if they're out of the uh, picture, yeah. he'll have to love her again.
0: I mean, the only alternative would be to cast like another dark curse so he doesn't remember anything. But I mean, this, that would be so stupid it if they like cast another what... dark curse.
1: Sounds like that's what she's planning. Like, Cora, I don't right? think. They like...
0: would... I mean, this whole show has been about like seeing how much damage the dark curse did. <laughs> I remember what you're they, at would, now. they will. They will never. They will never do another one. Right? That would like, be ridiculous. That would be stupid. That would be crazy. <sighs> Uh, we do love the show. I love this show. show. (laughs) I love this show. I I was thinking,
1: I was thinking about how much I love this show, but then I was also thinking about how, when we were binging it, uh, there was absolutely a point in the season where I was like, we have to stop watching this. (laughs) Not this season, like several seasons on from now. I was like, I, I cannot watch this. So I still have not seen past this one point in all, all this show. I've never seen the end. I, I know how some of it ends because the internet is made for spoilers. um, Especially things that went off the air several years ago. Uh, But I love this show. And I wish that their writers loved it as much as I did. Yes. I'm not looking forward to the day where uh, the hypothetical day where one of the writers finds our podcast and writes us a very angry letter.
0: <laughs> I am. Because um, <laughs> that will tell this me that. This
1: is for Elaine specifically. How I dare hope you?
0: Because then I'm just going to like scruff them like you do with the, with the cat or a dog. <laughs> and you just be like. Nyeh. no you did a bad thing and you Um, know what
1: i will say it's probably not the writer's fault editors have some blame too
0: yeah now uh to, to backpedal a little bit talking about um we're talking about the the lying and deception i'm curious how snow is going to cope with telling all this to emma and henry
1: do we not see it Not in this this?
0: episode. Not yet. I don't remember how, because that's my worry for my worry for right now is Henry, because Henry does. Henry has been shown to have a lot of faith in Regina and he has a lot of problems with her.
1: The only times she has tried to be good were directly while he was in town because of him.
0: He's her moral compass.
1: Yeah. I mean, she left, he left town because he was mad at her Yeah, because she had, gotten back together with Cora and the whole Archie thing. He is rightfully angry with Regina right now because of the Archie thing. I mean, that is a
0: huge betrayal.
1: That wasn't her fault, but her hanging out with, I don't know. Does he know that she's hanging out with Cora?
0: He doesn't know that yet.
1: He doesn't know that yet, but he does know that the Regina thing wasn't her. I mean, the Archie thing wasn't her. Right. Okay. So he's not mad at her at this moment.
0: Right. But he's going to find out about that. Yeah. And he's going to find out that Regina's using magic again, using dark magic. Mm-hmm. Cause there's good magic and bad magic and uh-huh. I I feel b ba- I feel really bad for the kid because he's gonna come back from this betrayal by his mother.
1: His bio mom.
0: By his bio mom for another betrayal by his other mother. Mm-hmm. And so much of his frustration with his bio mom is because she lied to him in the same way with the guy under the guise of I'm protecting you in the same way. It was
1: not the same kind of lie. I don't think it was the same kind of lie. I think he's an overreactive tween. Um,
0: Yeah. But but it's it's, who is traumatized. Yeah. He's got trauma. And, you know, it's hard to work through your trauma when uh, one, your therapist was killed but then not. And also, he got his he got his doctorate from a curse.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That poor kid's got a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he lives in a town that's stuck in the 80s, except for cell phones. Yeah. Like,
1: cell phones you know. And, I- thankfully, the music updates,
0: too. It's the thing we're going to have to um, uh, give ourselves give give him some leeway for in later seasons when he acts like a little shit because this kid has a lot of trauma. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: But, you know, I, I did enjoy his little line, his little dig of like, mm, yeah, the pizza was good. It was big and cheesy and doesn't lie.
1: It was delicious and cheesy and it doesn't lie. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't know Great if that dig- was actually New York pizza then. The- I don't know. I've never had it. I'm making a joke. Please don't write me hate mail.
0: I don't know what New York pizza's like. It's
1: I, thin and round. I've, I been, think I've been to New York exactly once and my friend did not take me to a pizza place.
0: I feel the way about pizza that Lizzo feels about boys. I like big pizzas, little bitty pizzas, thin crust pizzas, thick crust pizzas.
1: All the pizzas. Deep dish pizzas. pizzas. Pizza casserole. Pizza. pizza. Pizza
0: on a bagel. Pizza. Pizza. Make the boys go crazy.
1: Do <clears throat> you want to talk about um, the Neil
0: art? Yeah, let's transition away from what just happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Neil art.
1: Neil. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, the, we really haven't talked about our C-plot at all, um, except to just make quick references to it. Uh, mostly we're seeing neil and um, henry bonding and they bond by going off screen to do a bonding activity without without. gold and emma right
1: intentionally without gold and emma
0: because they're
1: mad at each of them um and gold takes this as an opportunity to dig at emma that she's in the doghouse too
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um for lying and when she says oh i'm you know, he's just going to hurt Henry. Uh, and I just wanted to protect him from that inevitability. And he's like, oh, sounding a bit like Regina there, which is exactly what every Emma wants to hear.
0: And I'm going to be real frank. Um, she doesn't have a problem with Regina and how, how she does her business. He's only doing this to mess with Emma.
1: Oh, absolutely! Because he's he's the first one to lie and deceive, so he doesn't have a problem with the action. He just thinks it's funny that Emma's doing it.
0: He doesn't have a cane to lean on, like he's like, "Ooh,
1: I love a hypocrisy."
0: Yeah, like, like get off your pedestal.
1: Doesn't have a cane to lean on. (laughs) That's rude. (laughs)
0: He's
1: he's just like, dude,
0: get off of your high horse.
1: Yeah. Ugh, gold. Worst. And getting
0: stabbed this, this episode and needing to be uh, fast-traveled back to Storybrooke is good. It's fine. He deserves it.
1: I'm, I'm glad Hook's there so they have a quick way to get him back to Storybrook next episode.
0: And speaking of trauma for Henry, you know, immediately learning that Mr. Gold is his grandfather and then, you know, going to check on his injured granddad and, you know... Papa being like, "Get away from me, you little shit!" And I'm this like, "This is oh. all your
1: fault. This it's is all like, your fault. You did this."
0: And the kid's like, uh, "I don't have any context for what's happening. None. Uh, this is no. terrifying."
1: You think that's why he was so calm whenever uh, Gold was there, like struggling to to live, and he was just sitting there calmly after having delivered Emma the text message that Cora was after the dagger. Yeah, that- I
0: choose I choose to believe it was an acting choice that he is in shock from that and not the director on set did not tell this child actor to emote in any way <laughs> shape or form.
1: I'm going to say Henry was like, "Well, fuck this guy. Pardon <laughs> my language. Are we still going without the explicit tag cuz
0: <laughs> I we'll get an explicit tag one of these days." My I'm bad. Just- <laughs> I think we have, like, a limited number of F-bombs per episode before we get flagged it's by Apple Podcasts. It's funny it came from me. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Elaine's got a baby. She doesn't use that kind of language that much anymore. I play video games and stream. I use that language a lot.
1: <laughs> I don't talk to people a lot.
0: True.
1: So... um so this uh, whole time, I, I think that it was a funny choice for, you know, Neil really wanted to tell Emma something important and it kept getting cut off. And mm-hmm. so they are rushing down the street to get to the car so they can get gold to the Jolly Roger. And he stops what he's doing in the middle of their big rush to get this car to try to have an awkward conversation with Emma.
0: I, and I think it's ha- because... Have it in the car. I, yeah, but well, I think he wants it to be just between them, not with Henry and Mr. Gold chilling in the car. No, that's what because, I'm saying
1: is they had to move the car to the apartment because oh. they had to park. So, it's have it in the car on the way.
0: Yeah, but then you don't get to have the gorgeous Aniquea Martin Green come into the scene and introduce herself as Neil's fiance, Tamara. Tamara. Uh, we have our second named black character on the show. Hey! I hope she doesn't turn out to be evil. Do we already have Lancelot third? <laughs> no, we, we, do we have Lancelot? We do. We do have Lancelot.
1: Lancelot was last, was, was
0: very that arc. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With Yes. Um,
1: third, third named black character on the show.
0: I love this actress. Um, if you have not watched Star Trek Discovery, go watch it. It's a great Star Trek it's beautiful and optimistic, despite what some fans of the show seem to think about it.
1: And I love her
0: performance. Yeah. I I love her performance on it. And, uh, that's all I'm going to say.
1: You'll have to tell me which of the paid stations that's on. Let's see if I can get it.
0: It's on, um, Paramount plus. I have that. Hey, you can watch it. You can also watch watch like all of star Trek. on. I can watch the
1: stuff that Lana's in too. Yes. You can watch why I want to watch that one. So,
0: uh, Watch Star Trek Discovery. It's a much better show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very well produced. It has its moments of like, but Michelle Yeoh's on, did- on it. Sinequa um, Martin Green's on it. It's it's good. It's good. But I, I I I respect that Neil is trying to clear the air as quickly as possible because. It, it is very evident that he's being introduced as a potential love interest for Emma. Yeah. Because we need to get this girl a boyfriend uh, because how this dare is a be single
1: for so long. This, it's yeah. Sad. This, is,
0: this is an look ABC how, show.
1: Look how cute and blonde she is.
0: Like, yeah, this is an ABC show. Like we have to give her a love interest. And I'm like, Regina's right there. Like maybe not Regina in this episode, but no, in general, Regina Regina's season. right there. <laughs>
1: Not Regina this season or last season. Like we have to wait till they actually have a redemption arc where she's actually actually trying. And not like yeah. Oh, I tried, it was hard. Mama help me. Yeah. Once again, um, I believe that uh Regina is so susceptible to a uh, cult leader charm that uh she might have been I don't wanna say it out loud. I don't wanna say it out loud.
0: Don't she she, she, m- she might have worn a red very- hat. Um it would be very easy to convince Regina um to surrender all of her worldly possessions and move into a compound. Yeah. Oh god, I just realized something. Hmm. Regina would have bought NFTs.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Oh no. Rich. Reg-
1: oh, Regina's all up in that cryptocurrency.
0: Regina Regina, Regina's plan to get Henry back is because when I cash in these bored apes, I'll be the richest person in story. (laughs) She drives a Tesla.
1: What I'm saying is for as smart as this woman's supposed to be, they sure do keep playing her gullible. And I think I've complained about that previously. This woman is supposed to be like evil genius level petty. Like she's yeah. petty and she's smart, and that's why she doesn't get caught. And they keep having her do these dumb things. And her that's what makes me spot, mad.
0: Her having a blind spot with her mom can only take us so far.
1: Yeah. Well, it, I think, it's
0: it only lampshades this stuff for so long oh, before it's it just to gets to get, annoying.
1: It's about to get so much worse for me.
0: Yep. Mhm. Yep.
1: Mhm. <sighs> otherwise this was a very good episode
0: it's a very good episode so I, um, I do want to talk about go ahead oh you go I was gonna say um, I do want to wind down a bit but I want to like just hit on some of the set dressing and costuming oh, yeah. the the fun stuff yeah. um, you know Toronto looks great the Neil's yeah. apartment set is perfect for what it is mm-hmm. um, I love the recycled uh, set CGI sets we've had this episode they don't look yeah. that bad I I loved Snow's mom's dress.
1: Yes. It looks oh.
0: so good in close up.
1: Isn't that rich red with the silver crystals.
0: This the crystals uh. in it look good. There there have been some really great garments on the show where I'm like, this is a great garment for the stage, but the close ups it looks a little rough. And sometimes they do that to Regina and I get angry because it's homophobic of them. Mm-hmm. But This dress on Snow's mom is gorgeous. So beautiful. Just the the stones are great. It's not over. It's it's not too understated, but it's it's nice for for the character she's playing. I I I love it.
1: I love her red velvet pump too. I've got the picture of her laying out in state pulled up right now.
0: Oh, with the little red. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. I mean, it makes sense that they would have buried her in this dress because obviously it's the one she looks best in. But also for the actress, they only had two costumes for her. They had this <laughs> right. and her nightgown, um, her corseted so this... nightgown. No, no, no. She was under a blanket. I was like, thank God they've. The first time they show her in bed being sick, she's still in this red dress, and I was like, oh mm. no, that poor woman. And when when Snow comes back after denying the to take the. um the candle that would have saved her, but killed someone else. I was like, Oh, thank God. They let this poor woman out of her corset.
0: <laughs> right. That's what a, we were talking about. the nerds. Night
1: clothes. Yes. Nerds. Oh yes. Mad said, are those nuns back there? I was like, are they nurses? So we decided they're nerds.
0: Well, because they're wearing the habits. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's a long history of nurses, mm-hmm. nuns who mm-hmm. are nurses. So. You,
1: yeah. And you cover your hair to keep whatever from coming home with you. And, you know,
0: yeah, that's been the problem about me having long hair is I did shed into dinner. Oh. <laughs> I felt it was so gross.
1: Welcome. Uh. <laughs> but uh you there was oh, snow running through the the woods to find the the blue star. Uh, she was wearing a cloak that made you say it made you wish you could sew.
0: It made me it made me like I t- I got a little sorry. turn because there's a sewing machine in my office that I don't know how to use. There's this beautiful
1: um, powder blue like brocade with perfect trim on it and it just looks so gorgeous. It on was this. very cute. Yes. The costumes yeah. were great. Uh, you were Snow's- upset about one. Oh no, you were upset about red lipstick choice. That's what it was.
0: Oh, I didn't like Cora's lipstick in the tower scene. It's it's one, it's not well applied. It's mm-hmm. it's very smudgy around her mouth and I, I understand that this is an older actress and I things i have learned from doing my own makeup is when you have a mouth that has areas where it can crinkle and smear in my case i have a beard um in her case she's got you know some some aging because she's expressive you need a lip liner so that shit doesn't go everywhere like her makeup looks like, like her makeup, it's, 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 it's once again, it's homophobic. It's really <laughs> disrespectful to this actress because it's not a red that works with her skin tone. And the fact that it's so smeary isn't doing her any favors. Meanwhile, Regina's over there with this like gorgeous burgundy. Oh, gorgeous. And I'm oh like, God. I know that you can't put them in the same makeup because that's weird, but maybe find something that's more flattering for Cora. Like things that should
1: have been a red flag for me that I was maybe not entirely straight. Every lipstick they put on Cora, not Cora, Regina, I notice. (laughs) Yeah. Every time Regina talks with her mouth, I notice.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Should have been a clue.
0: But it's also the thing of like learning like, okay, with an older actor, you can't you can't just powder, 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 powder. That is a thing I've had to learn about myself, is I cannot just cake on powder like the twenty-two-year-old beauty bloggers can, because my skin don't do that. No. <laughs> my skin doesn't doesn't accept that anymore. I'm in my thirties. <laughs> and it's 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 very clear to me that like The MUA on set just does not know what to do with the older actresses. The Snow's mom's eye makeup (sighs) is a little rough in some parts. And it just, I was like, damn it. These are gorgeous older women. Why are you doing this to them? I was
1: very impressed with the casting choice of the mother, not only because she is beautiful and she played the part really well and she was believable as Snow White's mom, but also that she was age appropriate.
0: Absolutely. She
1: was actually maybe a little older than I would expect to have an eight-year-old in this time period.
0: Yeah. And we referenced it earlier, but when when Snow's mom dies, this actress, the kid, um, her name, her name. I'm going to pull it up because she deserves the credit. You just had it. Bailey Madison. Oh, my God. Like, my heart broke. And maybe it's because I'm in a vulnerable place right now, but it was so real. The shock... And Mm -hmm. the sadness, and it was genuinely a more impressive reaction to a character death than I've seen from other more mature actors.
1: I think Jennifer Goodwin has the, like, whenever they cast this little girl to be young Jennifer Goodwin, it was the most perfect match that has ever been made in an acting choice ever. Like, this little girl is such a believable young Jennifer Goodwin that I get why they just kept her
0: absolutely As, yeah
1: because
0: there's uh, a there's a note on the imdb page or not the imdb page the wiki about how like she's got brown eyes and jennifer goodwin has green eyes and blah blah i don't care i about don't care that. i never noticed i don't well i'm not watching that i'm watching this girl react and emote in a way that one does remind me of jennifer goodwin's performance but yes. two is so nuanced for a kid
1: they must have. They must have had them hang out and then like study video of each other, or at least have the little girl study video of Jennifer Goodwin, because there are like reactions that she does that are absolutely straight from Jennifer Goodwin's uh, book.
0: And she's just, she's just incredibly she's talented. We talked it. about her last time. Um, I remember us talking about her <clears> performance <throat> last time she was on the show, about yeah. how like she's got some lines that are a little stilted, but Those when it comes fault. to emoting, yeah, she's absolutely dead on um i like i'm gonna go straight up like look for other things this actress is in which it looks like she's done a lot of horror so i've probably seen it and not realized it (laughs) yeah but uh it really stuck out for me this episode is like once again these are the things i watch the show for there is some incredible acting happening on this show in unexpected places sonequa martin green is going to do a fantastic job during the season for me yes i really enjoy her as a performer and i mean i'm never not happy with jennifer morrison or jennifer goodwin i love my jennifers
1: the jennifers are so good so and lana
0: and lana (laughs)
1: It's not Lana's fault that they did her character dirty.
0: And Josh Dallas is there.
1: He does a good job.
0: He He does does a a good job.
1: He does a real good job. He's working with what they gave him.
0: Yeah. Um, And he
1: looks good in tight pants.
0: He does look good in tight pants. And he
1: does wear a gun harness in this episode.
0: (laughs) Yes, I noticed that too. (laughs) Um, I also noticed that he recovered very well from getting hit in the head with a crowbar.
1: Well, you know, he got to take a two hour nap at least. I'm assuming she hung out with Joe. I know that there was like a rustle in the woods and she found the whole Cora thing. But I'm still assuming she was gone for at least an hour. And then it would have taken her some time to get back to town. But yeah, no. He should have been concussed. He should have gone to the hospital. He, he got be, hit yeah, with he a He should surprise have gone to the crowbar.
0: hospital. Yeah. Um, surprise
1: crowbar. Maybe he's afraid of hospitals now. He did spend like 10 years in one.
0: I, I choose More to than believe- 10 years based on the characterization of David Nolan, that he just has a very thick skull. Yeah. Like do you remember that 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 episode of The Simpsons where like Homer became a boxer and he was apparently really good at it because he had an abnormally thick skull? I think David Nolan has that.
1: It's because he was a shepherd and he probably got kicked in the head by some sheep and so he had to like build up an
0: endurance. It's also, it's the same thing that um, protects uh, Giles, the Watcher from Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Thick Skull and Syndrome.
0: actually every single, every single character on that show has Thick Skull Syndrome, which allows them to take a knockout hit to the head and not be concussed by it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's called Plot Convenience.
0: Plot Convenience. Uh, trauma Avoidance by Plot Convenience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we have, do we have anything else? Any other notes for this episode? Um, I, I really early on was obsessed with Joanna um, living in the Amityville house.
1: Yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's the not house.
0: but it looks just like the Amityville the house. The roof is
1: completely different. It's those windows. It was, it was like, I had to go back and forth between the two pictures that Mads posted to make sure um, and i played enough Sims to recognize a roof difference.
0: I know that those I know that those windows are actually very common in houses built in, in um Canada and in upstate New York. It's just that they're they're so heavily associated with the Amityville franchise uh, because they were on the real Amityville house that that's all I see when I see them. <laughs> um, enjoyed seeing everyone in New York, Toronto, once again wearing the family peacoat.
1: I mean, everyone had that coat. Everyone had a form of pea coat in that time period. I had like one of Mine's those little still like, in
0: the closet. I know.
1: I have like a. I had to give my actual pea coat away because it didn't fit. But at the time, I had a little like thick jersey one with a hoodie, mm-hmm. that was like a little short jacket pea coat, double breasted, and it made me very happy. It wasn't like a full pea coat because it was too trendy for that. It was from the mall, yeah. so. But I wore that thing everywhere with my short little hairdo
0: same i had one in charcoal uh my husband had one that was like charcoal but with like a tartan pattern like we all had the coat yeah
1: we all had one i had a i had a red one i have a beige one i think too that someone gave me i don't know if it fits right now either
0: like it's why they put it on edward cullen in twilight like everyone wore that coat like we all wore it
1: and it's timeless he could have had that coat forever
0: okay yeah sorry we're back we got disconnected we record over the internet still so um (laughs) Let's do best dressed. Okay. Good idea.
1: I mean, it's Queen Eva for me.
0: It's Queen Eva, yeah. Queen
1: Eva's the best dress this episode. Her dress, I'm still, I want it for myself. It would look so good on my creamy skin tone.
0: Snow's morning gown is <sighs> runner-up.
1: Snow's morning gown. Oh my goodness. It's a ball gown, but all in black.
0: <laughs> uh, you pointed out her white fuzzy sweater <gasps> oh, that she wears in that one scene.
1: Adult Snow... Whenever she's uh, trying to talk Regina into at least questioning her mother's motives, maybe a little bit, uh, is wearing this white, like one of those soft fuzzy sweaters or the it's the the thin wisps that come out of it, but they're very thick. And the way the light is hitting her, it makes it look like an ethereal glow, like her goodness is radiating out of her in that scene. And it is gorgeous. And it was well, it was a good choice for that diner scene.
0: Um, I, 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 want that sweater for me in black or mm-hmm. bir-
1: That is a, uh, that is very David Rose.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've seen well, that sweater on David Rose.
0: I kind of want half that dude's wardrobe. Like, oh, really absolutely.
1: You would rock mind. all of that. The, the, the kilt, like the leather kilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would rock that whole, everything in David Rose's
0: closet. I don't know. Could I work a monochromatic black and white wardrobe? Have you? Haven't you? haven't I for the last you? 35 years
1: I was like wear a color okay maroon
0: maroon yeah <laughs> I do have that um that gold shrug with death heads death's head moths all over it yes so
1: yes but what's the other main color in it black
0: black yeah <laughs> uh yeah yes. so yeah I think for me it's it's Queen Eva as well I mean mm-hmm. just flat out fantastic
1: so rating.
0: I'm really not happy with how Regina's arc is treated in this episode. Mm -hmm. However, everything else is very on point and very well done. Even, even the things that bothered me about this episode were fine. So for me, this is, um, this is four, maybe fake daggers out of five for me.
1: Fake daggers, maybe fake,
0: potentially fake.
1: I'll say potentially. Good, yeah. I... Can we do half points? Sure. I don't know. I'm so... I was so invested in all of this. I feel like they didn't go off plot too much. Like, the all the scenes that were disconnected were still so even and just... I, I complained about a lot of things, but they were, like, general complaints about the whole season. And, you know, I don't feel like they dragged this episode down so i'm at a 4.5 or 5 out of 5 for this one because it flowed okay
0: i'll give
1: you that i'm trying Um, to figure out if i'm at a 4.5 or a 5 for me it was a
0: it was a pretty decisive 4 for me like it's not quite there but the things that worked worked really well yeah um,
1: is it my it, favorite episode? No, but I would give it a five just because it was a well done episode.
0: It didn't have the sparkle that I think makes an That's episode of five out of five for me, but it definitely was good.
1: It was following Manhattan, which was a decided five for both of us, I yeah. believe. Um, and I feel like this was a good follow up for Manhattan. So I'm going to keep with five because okay. I like things.
0: That is fair. That's my
1: that's on brand for me. It's a different type of five than Manhattan was, but it's still a well done, solid episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's why like yeah. we give these episodes like number ratings, but
1: mm-hmm. I'm thinking of some of the other fours we've given, and this is better than those fours. So, fair five. Manhattan's more like a six out of five, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I think that after the next episode we're going to have some some
1: stinkers
0: (laughs) but the season ends on a high note for me and the next season is one of my favorites if not my favorite so i'm excited
1: and that's the season you're gonna get to hear us disagree a lot (laughs) So i'm looking forward to us getting to it
0: Uh, because i love the villains i always love my villains and I want them to get better, and I want them to do better. Um, I just, so, and
1: this is foreshadowing, I hate an edgy rewrite for the sake of being edgy.
0: Oh, yeah. You're not a big fan of the season villain.
1: No. No, I'm not.
0: That's valid.
1: <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> but the rest of them, I like their journeys, so I'm okay yeah. with it.
0: It's the same uh, reason why I never like Rumpel and Bell.
1: Ugh.
0: Ugh. ugh. It's, it's my, it's my favorite disney movie mm-hmm. i just don't like it you know one of these days we're gonna sit and we're gonna watch um we're gonna watch the beauty and the beast live action remake
1: oh i hear good things it's recent one the most recent one i heard good things about the recent live one
0: i don't like it you
1: didn't like the live one
0: i ha- oh not the live live well, one the
1: live one that they just did i've oh, heard no. good things about that
0: i haven't seen it i'm talking about you're the talking about emma... the emma
1: watson one
0: Emma Watson one, yeah.
1: I haven't seen that one.
0: Though but. they did they did make Beast very hot.
1: Oh good. That's okay.
0: I want to smooch that buffalion. <laughs> Anywho.
1: On that note, this has been Storybroke. Miserably
0: Ever After. This has been Storybroke Miserably Ever After a Your Pretty Friend production.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review us almost anywhere fine podcasts are downloaded.
0: You can also follow us on Twitter at StoryBrokePod.
1: This episode has been made possible thanks to the love and support of our spouses and listeners like you.
0: Thank you.